Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. The Ways of Brother Lawrence continued. You will find an important remark on this subject of God in his conversations, where he said that this presence of God must be maintained more by the heart and by love than by the understanding or by discourse. In the ways of God, he said, thoughts amount to little, whereas love counts for everything. And it is not necessary, he continued, to have important things to do. I am describing a lay brother in the kitchen to you. So let me use his own expressions. I flip my little omelet in the frying pan for the love of God. And when it's done, if I have nothing to do, I prostrate myself on the floor and adore my God who gave me the grace to do it. After which I get up happier than a king. When I can do nothing else, it is enough for me to pick up a straw from the ground for the love of God. We look for methods, he continued, to learn how to love God. We want to get there by I don't know how many practices. A multitude of methods makes it more difficult for us to remain in God's presence. Isn't it much shorter and more direct to do everything for the love of God? To use all the works of our state in life to manifest our love to him? And to foster the awareness of his presence in us by this exchange of our heart with him? Finesse is not necessary. We need only approach him directly and straightforwardly. I have faithfully kept his typical expressions. We must not conclude, however, that it is enough to love God and offer him our works, to invoke his help and perform acts of love. Brother Lawrence did not attain the perfection of love by these means alone but because he was most careful from the very beginning to do nothing that might displease God. He had renounced everything but God, and he had forgotten himself completely. Since I entered religious life, these are his words, I no longer think about virtue or my salvation. After giving myself entirely to God in atonement for my sins and after renouncing everything for his love, I believed my only task for the rest of my days was to live as if only God and I existed in the world. This is how Brother Lawrence began, by the more perfect way, thus leaving everything for God and doing everything for love of him. He forgot himself entirely. He no longer thought about heaven or hell, nor about his past or present sins. Once he asked pardon of God, he never went back over his confessions, for he entered a state of perfect peace once he had confessed his sins to God, and that was all he could do. After that, he abandoned himself to God, as he said, for life or death, for time and eternity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here.
Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, apostle of Rome, counselor of popes, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a crucial point Brother Lawrence makes tonight about how to keep the presence of God. Sometimes we get discouraged because we think this practice which he's proposing to us or which we hear about is primarily one of the understanding, that is, of the mind. And we think the practice of the presence of God is primarily a matter of thinking about God, of having great thoughts about God, of trying to concentrate very hard on the presence of God. But that's not what Brother Lawrence says it primarily is. Primarily a matter of love. Love counts for everything. Of course, we cannot love God if we don't know him in some way or other. And we can't love this task as coming from God, as something to offer to God, unless we know God, unless we know he's present, unless we know how good he is. But if we simply kept the presence of God in the understanding, if it was just something we thought about and we were aware of and we lived as though he were watching us, but we did not in fact live for him, then we would not be doing what Brother Lawrence really wants for us. He wants us to do each small thing for God, for his love, because it's his will. In other words, God wills me to do this. God wills this to take place. God has put me here where I can pick up this piece of straw. This is something good. This is pleasing to God. And so I do it for him, on account of him. So that I can do his will. So that I can please him. So that I can be closer to him. And what matters is not the kind of thing we do. He, he was slipping omelets. What matters is the love with which we do it. Now, of course, Brother Lawrence says he flips the omelet and then there's no other do kitchen duties. He's waiting there for something. So he's got to stay there. And he says he, he goes prostrate on the kitchen floor. Well, presumably, he also swept the floor, mopped the floor kept the floor pretty clean. Kitchen floors can be quite dirty. So he doesn't even tell us all the things he does for the love of God. But if something is the will of God for us, then let's do it with love. And in that, he says it's a kind of exchange of hearts. God loves me. God has created me. God has put me here. All things work for the good of those who love God. He sent his son for me. He's lives, God lives within me. He's called me into his church. He's called me into a religious life, or he's called me into marriage, or he's called me to a life of prayer, or he's called me to this mission or that mission. And therefore, I want to have an exchange of love. I want to offer love for love. He is giving me love, and I want to give him love in return. This is the shortcut. This is more or less, in a way, the little way of St. Therese. 
very similar, very much anticipating the teaching of St. Therese. But notice one last thing. Brother Lawrence does not say that love is only what we need. It's not enough just offering him our works. There's a negative side to his spirituality. We have to avoid sin. We have to try to avoid doing things that we know God doesn't want. He says to do nothing that might displease God. Do good, avoid evil. Those are the first two principles of the natural law. Those are the fundamental principles that guide our life. Do good, avoid evil. They both are necessary. It's not enough just to focus in your life on avoiding evil. That becomes scrupulosity. It's not enough just to think, oh, I just have to do good. No, because in this fallen world, evil is close at hand. And we have to be attentive to the circumstances. We have to be careful what we're doing because we have a tendency to evil within us. And we're very good at deceiving ourselves. And so we have to be attentive to what the Lord asks of us and what the Lord forbids. And if we do this, then we can hope to make some of the progress that Brother Lawrence made. His life was not always exactly the same. He says from the very beginning, he focused on not doing things to displease God. He eventually said, I'm no longer even thinking about my sins after I confess them. I'm not even thinking about heaven and hell anymore. In other words, there was a time when heaven and hell were crucially important to him. Beginners in the spiritual life, St. Philip says, should ponder the four last things, heaven, hell, death, judgment. Death, judgment, hell, heaven. Those four last things, St. Philip says, if we don't go down to hell in this life in our thoughts, we run the risk of going there after this life. But Brother Lawrence is saying that over time, what he needed to do at the beginning to lay a foundation was not what he constantly had to do. You see, this is the perfection of love. He was no longer even thinking about himself. He got to the state where his primary concern was God and his will and pleasing him. The beloved mattered to him more than anything else. Love took him out of himself. Let us not be discouraged if that's not where we are right now. Saints are not made in four days. Little by little, pray as we can, not as we can't, start where we are, and try tonight to make God a little more honored and a little less dishonored, and we'll be on our way. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.